Okay guys, welcome back to Digital Artcast. Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode. Um, once again, I'm here with a great interview. Um, another member of CD Project Red has crossed my door. Um, I'm joined today by Marcin Klitsky. Uh, and I hope I got that right. Please God. <laughs> Thank Fantastic. you for having me. Yeah, no worries Marcin, no worries, no worries. Um, so yeah, uh, we've had uh, a previous member of CD Project Red on before, your friend Mark, um, that you know obviously. Um, but this is a, a first for Digital Artcast because um, you are the first 3D artist we've had on this podcast. So yeah, that's yeah it will be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get lost in some of your technical talk when it comes to 3D stuff. But um, yeah, we'll push on. We'll be fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, uh, probably the same thing because I think with 2D and 3D, um, there are sort of some overlaps because we're all artists so I mean you know th- th- there are the same kind of things that apply to like color composition light um, all comes into 3D as much as it does 2D um, but obviously your specialization is, is, is characters and monsters um, but even going further back um, you know as we do mostly when we talk to artists um, was your path traditional like most people did you even maybe start in 2D in school and then find 3d like how you know take us back how far back you want to go um how did you start in art okay so uh, it was like late 90s cool and my friend actually uh i was uh, in his house and he showed me i don't know like couple of renders mm-hmm. and he told me that his brother did it and i was like seriously your brother did it how <laughs> <laughs> How was he able to do it? Yeah. And and he gave me the program called 3ds Max. It was 1.0 oh, 3ds Max. Right. So, the so Astros, it yeah. was, I don't know, it was 97, oh, 98. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I was so like, th- those images was so perfect back then. I was like, okay, I need to know and I need to I need to do something like this guys were doing yeah, back then, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So I went home, I was installing the 3ds Max and, you know, open it and I was unable to do shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was no help, no internet connection, no nothing. Uh, yeah. So I was like, you know, putting teapots on the scene and, yeah. and spheres and I was like, okay, I think <laughs> this is the best what I'm what I'm ever going to do but yeah. after a while there was like you know second max third max and then the internet was uh, you know more popular in Polish yeah, yeah. In, po- in, po- in Poland right yeah, yeah. so that back then the, there was that site called 3ds max it's actually 3dx and max 3d PL, right yeah. it's still it's still here even today mm-hmm. and there was like big library of the tutorials right yep so i download them of course without images because i was i was only having the modem in my house and it oh, was yeah. so expensive so i only download the text <laughs> and like and i was doing all the things that you know was in in this tutorial so yep. uh, back then i didn't even knew that I, will, I, I, I that i want to do the characters right right yeah so another couple couple of years went like you know went past and uh, and actually 
it was like end of my high school mm-hmm. or something like this. There was like the contest, uh, Half-Life contest, something like this. Half-Life 2 was going out. All right. And there was like contest to create like a cool image right. <laughs> for it, right? Nice. And, I, and I was like, okay, I probably should 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 do something for it right so <clears throat> I, I i have like a couple of problems with my computer like you know i didn't have like good computer so i was only able to work in the internet coffee right I, the internet coffee i don't know how to call, call this place the cafe because, you mean internet cafe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. internet yeah. you know you got only computers in this uh, place and internet and that's it right yeah yeah uh, so I downloaded the uh, Winx 3D program. Right. It's like it's like uh, it's like free 3D uh, modeling tool, but only for the modeling, right? Right, right, yeah. And I was trying to model something, and I actually <laughs> did uh, uh, did like the piece for this contest. And after this this contest, I I. I I, I never win this contest, so oh, yes. you know I, I just did the piece and I was like happy that I made it. Mm-hmm. And after this, I was like doing more models, more models, more, and I was like, okay, this is what I what I think I I will I will love to do yeah. in the future. But of course, uh, ZBrush 2.0 uh, was like the uh, groundbreaking like moment. Yeah. When I when I saw this this program, I was like blown away like really yeah, was that was that was that the the first time by a chance that dynamesh came in to affect no 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 that no, no, no. was pre dynamesh ah zbrush 2.0 it was the first zbrush that you were you were actually be able to do something in it like right. scoped in 3D. Okay, okay, I'm I'm over exa- exa- exaggerating right now but <laughs> but this is a little bit a little bit true in, in it. Yeah. Uh, Dynamesh was in I don't know probably in ZBrush 3.5 I think so right. but I don't I don't I don't remember to be honest right yeah and after you know after this I took like uh, another couple uh, I was I was you know uh, I was always trying to uh, pick some challenges and do pieces for the contest right. Have the different contest. I actually won one with with uh, uh, Jimmy Hendrix's caricature. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, so I won the contest. Like in, it, it was the biggest Polish contest in uh, it with the site called uh, Max 3 dpl yeah. yeah, yeah. And after this, uh, after this piece, uh, somebody was like, you know, somebody just write to me if I want to have like job or something. Oh, wow. Like yeah. this, and I was like, "Okay, this is uh, <laughs> this is it." So yeah. I just packed my stuff and went to the Warsaw. Yeah. I changed my, you know, home city to the to, to, to the Warsaw, and you know, after the, it was like ten years ago. Wow! Actually, yeah. And, and then, so that was that was your first um, yeah gig, like your first official job. Yeah. What specifically were you doing? Was it was it characters? No. Right. Oh, it, oh. To to actually <laughs> actually the the road was so complicated to just to be in this place when I'm when I'm now that yeah. I, I that I can like 
work on the characters for the, for the full time, right? Yeah, yeah. Because my first job was uh, okay. The first job it was like a two months uh, contract right. in the Platinum Mash, oh. and uh, I was doing the expo expo. Um, Advert. I don't know how to. All oh, right, like an exposition advert, like an an advertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Advertisement for, for for the Expo 2012. Right, I but, see. Right, but it, it but it was in 2007, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of its time. Yeah. Way ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I was like, you know, I like the job, you know, but. I was wanted it? to do the characters. Yeah, well, it wasn't your ideal job. It was the same, I think, when we spoke to Marek, because he had talked about his first job was an advertisement, and I think he obviously, he even had a slump when, you know, the, the kind of 2008 crash came. So, I mean, like, you know, it's... Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, long road, long road ahead. Yeah, that's true. And after this uh, two months of the contract, I went back to home, and after a couple of months, I went, <laughs> I just go back to the Warsaw, to the ah. different com company, right? All right, cool. And then... I was doing more or less the more things that I actually wanted to do, but, but you know, more characters, but not only the characters, right? Right. Uh, you know, I was working there for two years. I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And after this, I go back to the Patiji Mash one more time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was doing the, uh, the only ad advertisement for like two years. And so after this... Like uh, adverts, uh, only yeah. adverts. Yeah, but I was going to say, that when you were moving between, do you, did you at the time start uh, stay um, far from Warsaw? Was that a big commute? Was that a big journey? No, I, I, I just, I, I went back home only once. Right, but um, again, but again, Warsaw, where you were staying, was that, was that hmm? a, a long distance? Was that like, I don't know, 20, 30 miles or a couple of hours on the train or? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, a lot of the companies are more or less in the same in in, in the same place in Warsaw. Right, like I see. In, in maybe in the north of the city center, but more or less, you know, now I got like twenty kilometers uh, from uh, from my house to yeah. my work. Oh, well, so it's uh, so it's like more or less uh, thirty minutes by car. Yeah, oh, it's decent. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. I was doing the advertisement for like two years mm -hmm. and after after my work I was always doing the characters you know yeah, yeah. I, I even tried to you know uh, do my job quicker because uh, in Platijimash we got like time that was no reg regulated right right yeah if you if you done your job you can go to home right right yeah so it, it was great back then and I was like you know I was trying to finish my work a little bit faster and yeah. do and do my characters in work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after after yeah after the Platinum match, I was like thinking uh, about moving and try just go to the place that I will be only doing the characters for eight eight hours, right? Right. Yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's like uh, it's very important. I I the the one thing that I learn it's like your decision that that you will make. Uh, when you are picking your first job, yeah, it's it's really important, and I think people are are not thinking about it. Like they just want to go and work right. and be in the company. Yeah, but but you know, but it's so much more because sometimes uh, 
you will be in the place that you know you are earning the money mm-hmm. and it's like uh, you are living on your own and you know mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's hard to you know to travel your road you know because mm-hmm. if you want to be the character artist sometimes you need to go to the different company and earn a, a lot less and yeah. sometimes it's like okay I, i can't i cannot afford to earn less right yeah yeah and you putting yourself like uh, in this little cage mm-hmm. so it's very hard to go go out from this cage right yeah and i, mean, and I, I was exactly in the same position yeah. because i i got like house mortgage and uh, and other like things that i need to pay month yeah. or, like month a month and uh, when i was going to city project Red, i was like you know earning much less than i was like uh, earning in my previous work right Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, but you know, after the Patish Image I went to the Arstania mm-hmm. and I was doing their like um characters, but I was I in this, you know, I just like make my decision to you know that I want to do characters. So yeah, yeah. when I go there, I was like thinking that okay, this is probably not the good place. Mm-hmm. And after I made my decision that I want to do only the characters, yeah. I need to be like consistent, right? Yeah. So I just, you know, went and just I just, you know, um uh, I don't know how to call it, quit the job and just yeah. went to home and I was like for almost a year I was like freelance artist. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like from but I it was like not maybe the best experience in, in my life, but yeah. uh, but I learned a lot from it. Yeah. Like, you know, many different things that people are not paying you in uh, on the time right yeah, yeah. you always need to have your money on your bank account and yeah, yeah. just to, just to have like you know big pillow yeah. that if in case something, something is happens going, yeah. yeah you will you are able to pay, pay your rent or something yeah. yeah and after this i was like doing like couple of uh, uh, of uh, like tests for many like different companies artists like, yeah 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 artists for cd project and like different companies and i was cool. like you know trying to get to the game industry because yeah, i yeah. never i never for like almost like i don't know five or six years i never uh, was like working inside of the game industry i was right. doing like freelance models to to the games mm-hmm. but never working is inside of the industry so what uh, uh, so see when you were uh when you were applying or doing art tests for cg project red like at the time what age were you then uh it was like five years ago so i was like 28 28 right okay yeah uh, maybe 27 right okay yeah yeah <clears throat> So, uh, so you're you're doing these art tests for CG Project Red and mm-hmm. the other companies, and you want to work in games. So, um, so you're probably talking from your first job till you got into CD Project Red. Yeah. How how long was that? Was that like ten years, maybe less? Or it's, it's, I think it was more or less like five. Okay, it was like six, seven years. Yeah. Of so, work so, in the, I was like searching. I, I always knew that I want to do characters. Right. Yeah. But you, but you know when you pick wrong your first company, 
Yeah. It's hard to go and do what you want to do. I to- like, and I totally understand that because I've seen so many people um, like even walk into a job where they're going to do like say props and guns and stuff and it's not what they want to do. They want to do environments but they're stuck doing guns for like two years yeah. because they just want to work in the company and they just want to have a wage. So um, yeah, it's, it's, that's, why, that's why I bring it up, you know, and I kind of try and talk about the span as well because I think people expect to walk out of universities and schools and straight into like AAA studios to work, whereas you know it's like the opposite approach. You really should be starting in your smaller companies and then freelancing and then building, and then yeah, that goal is that the higher echelon, you know, of what you want to go for. To be honest, when you when you start your first job in the like big big known company like AAA Studio, yeah, I think you are you are. You got so much luck for the like for your first job that yeah. you are not thinking that how how lucky you are. Yeah, actually. yeah. And you know, it's like because because you should uh, start from the smaller company, even yeah. if you are very good. Like yeah. you should you should feel how how it's how it is if you are working in a smaller company. Yeah. Uh, because you need to know how sometimes bad can it be. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's totally what I was just going to say. Is that in bigger companies, the, the thing I'm learning working at Axis is the is the pipeline and the teamwork process, the review process. I mean, you, you can be a great artist, but if you've not really done much teamwork stuff or you've not worked within a pipeline in a studio, that stuff can be very intimidating in a bigger studio because when you walk into AAA stuff like CD Projekt Red, they're expecting you to kind of know the pipeline, to know the processes you go through to create art. Yeah, that's true. But even 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 when I was uh, like you know new in the CD project, it's like more or less uh, okay. So we got the procedure looks more or less like this. Mm-hmm. When you go to the CD project and you are hired, mm-hmm. you got like uh, you got like one month just to see how everything is working. So you you so they are giving you the model, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have any like certain time to finish it. Right. Right. You can do it how how long you are you know want to do it. Right. Okay. Uh, so you know and and also you need to learn like different uh, softwares like Perforce just to put the you know your files on the server and yeah it, it's like it's a little bit annoying and it and it's taking like like long time to learn every like procedure you want to actually you need to do right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like I think it's after after someone is working like five months in the CD project, mm-hmm. he's more or less know how the pipeline works. Yeah, sh- yeah, works exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you just go to the company and you should know everything that yeah. uh, that I don't know uh, they want you to know. Like yeah. you need you this time just to you know like adjust, uh, yeah. adjust and you know. Yeah feel like the part of the company and yeah and see the project this I, I never in different companies like I never uh, it, it never was like that right yeah so yeah. when I, I I was for like I don't know first two months I was like trying to do all the things like um, ultra fast. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like sitting there only like, you know, <laughs> sculpting the things, you know, just to just to finish them and just to yeah. show that okay, I'm I'm able to do it. Right. Yeah. 
but but it's like you know no no rush we can do it like every everyone is is okay with that so yeah yeah but i mean it must have been intimidating even walking into a studio of that size but then again i'm thinking as Marek was telling me when depending when you came on um because i think from the witcher 2 to the witcher 3 i think the studio went from like 20 people to like 200 was that right yeah, more or maybe not twenty, but it was like more or less uh, fifty, maybe one hundred people. Right, right. And from Witcher two, exactly. I was uh, I was like uh, my first day in the company was like I don't know two months after the Marek uh, joined. Right, right. Studio. Yep. So it was like uh, more or less after the Witcher two. Right. right? So yeah. So, so you were starting pre-production on Witcher three. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. And actually, I think the company is like two times bigger until right. the end of The Witcher, and now it's even bigger. Yeah. So. And is that when you were going in there um, just in pre production for Witcher, were you specifically then going to be characters? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I, I, I was like applying only for the character artist. Right. And they just, and, you know, I. I, I was a little bit lucky, so because uh, my I was like I was by happy accident I was able to do like uh, more or less cool sculpt of the face, so the uh, our lead was like okay this face is cool let's hire this guy and I, and I just went there uh, I was talking with the guys and they were like okay you you did like cool job with the artist mm -hmm. we will hire you and. Right. Uh, yeah, and and after and after this, you know, I was like uh, only doing characters for like eight hours per day, and it was, it's like my, uh, it's like promised land for me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was like pursuing this goal just to do the characters because yeah. because you know it's so hard. Like you know, every character and like character, every artist knows this that you know. Uh, Every day job of the of the artist is like struggle. Yeah. To go to work, work for for eight eight hours, and then go back to home and still work on your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all all the time struggle <laughs> with yourself, like fighting. You know, because sometimes, as I told you, in your work you are not doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. And you need to like work after hours just to you know create your portfolio yeah just to have chance to you know change yeah. your job and you know per pursue your dreams right yeah i mean because uh one of the things i saw not too long ago was your your head sculpt of ron swanson and uh yeah. you know that to me was obviously great because it was away from your usual stuff but um i mean this is a, a subject we've covered so much in digital art cast it's, it's never going to get redundant because it's so poignant but um you know the power of personal projects is a massive thing. I mean, I'm sure you'll agree, right, that you need to have that thing away from work that still pushes you as an artist. Yeah, this yeah. is, for me, you know, it's so hard to accomplish them. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy that I just finished this guy with the eyes uh, all over the body. Yeah. Because it's like my f uh, the personal work that is only mine, and I was struggling with finishing, like to finish this guy for like a couple of months, and, and after I finished this guy, I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm able to do something <laughs> after work that I can finish. Like yeah. it's like it's so like it's 
you can feel so good about it. Like seriously, I'm yeah. I'm so happy that I, I was able to finish it. So yeah. yeah. Um, but but I you know I'm trying to do like stuff just to you know just to like uh, you know maybe not master something but just to uh, exercise right. Yeah. So I'm doing faces and you know I'm I'm not like posting everything that I that I am doing. Yeah. But, but I think you know. I, yeah. I mean, totally. I, I think it's. The thing I think which is a drawn similarity I've found to this industry is professional athletes and people will probably say that's ridiculous because no artist is a professional athlete I says but well hold on a minute because athletes go out and play you know say like a footballer for instance because we're in Europe so football soccer for the Americans but um you know they'll go out and play a game for 90 minutes and then they'll come off they'll have their rest and the next day and from the day they play a game to the next day they play a game they're training all the way in between because because yeah, they've got to keep that that sharp physical peak constantly because they need to be at the top of their game to play on that level all the time. When you're working for like CD Project Red, your hand needs to be working out constantly. <laughs> but um, that's true. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom boom. Um, so yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, you need know, you need you need to be practicing your craft constantly because there's always going to be some new guy that's 15 years younger than you that's twice as good. I mean, I met a guy uh, Javier um, in Axis, and he's 25, and he's got a twin brother, um, and they're both super talented for their age. Not only in 3D but also 2D, which is crazy. Um, and that's what I'm saying, you know, there's always going to be somebody like that in the industry, you know, fighting for a job. And that's why you have to keep practicing, because you're still fighting for your job every every day, more or less. Also, you know, uh, when you're doing the characters, uh, okay, uh, my, my portfolio is like uh, strictly, strictly, I'm thinking only about the sculptures, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not posting any low polys or textures or something. I'm doing, I'm doing, doing all these things in, uh, in, in, in City Project when we're doing the game. Yeah. We are, you know, your lead is giving you your task and yeah. your task is to create the character from the start to the end, right? Yeah, yeah. You do, you're doing all the steps first, like, you know, I was like talking about it, like low poly, low poly shit. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, the high poly model, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and even, even first is like prototype model. Yeah. Then high poly, yeah. then low poly, then baking, then texturing, then then you are doing the materials, yeah. shading, then then you are skinning your model and exporting into the engine. So you are responsible for the whole character, right? Yeah. So if you think about the sculpting, it's like more or less seven, ten, maybe fifteen days. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So 15 days per month, right? Yeah. And uh, other other like of 15 uh, 15 days, mm -hmm. you are not doing any sculpts, right? You are right. finishing your model. Yeah. So See? you need to practice your your skills, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like as you told, it's like just muscles, right? You yeah. need to practice it, practice it, and that's it. Yeah. And anyway, uh, the people are sometimes are asking. Uh, what you are you thinking about when you are sculpting or drawing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I'm not thinking about anything. Like I'm just, you know, <laughs> watching what I'm doing, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what the what the you know forms look like, and mm -hmm. and and that's it. I'm not I'm not thinking about something, right? So when I'm like. Uh, practicing mm -hmm. i'm like spending more, more time to i don't know 
browse the Pinterest or yeah. browse the art station because you need to feed your mind also, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, with different like different uh, arts, different like uh, concepts and stuff. It's mm -hmm. very very uh, important to do it like yeah. seriously. Yeah. I was going to say just an interest for coming from a two D background, especially for me just learning three D, but. Do you have a background? In, do you do any 2D sketch stuff at all or are you purely just 3D? You know, uh, like two years ago, I was like, uh, you know, mature enough and think about that I should start growing, right? Right. So I went to the classes uh, and I was starting to drawing a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not drawing like full professional and I don't know, uh, photorealistic stuff. But yeah, yeah. Every character artist or 3D graphic should know how to uh, how to draw. They don't need to be like professionals in it. Yeah. Because I learned so much when I was like trying to shape something, right? To, right, right, to yeah. have to have like 3D uh, to draw the 3D uh, objects in space, right? Yeah. It's yeah. so hard to shade it, but when you do it, you are like adjusting your A also for the for the things that actually you are doing in the ZBrush. Yeah. You know how to look on the on the values, like on the values, like you know how how uh, light should behave, like. Yeah. Okay. But, but cut to the chase, you should learn and you should try to draw. You don't need to be professional. You, 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 you know, the better the uh, artist you are, like you know, traditional artist, yeah. the, be the better uh, sculptor or 3D 3D artist you will be, right? Oh, because you, yeah. you need to have like this uh, traditional skills. So yeah, yeah. we got uh, at uh, CD Projekt we got like uh, this uh, uh, lessons, live mm -hmm. drawing lessons. So right. I'm I'm trying uh, I'm trying to attend like every every lessons because yeah. We, we got like four hours per month mm -hmm. to, to do it, so I'm trying to, you know... Yeah, get in what you can. Just, just to draw and, you know, yeah. I don't need to be like uh, super skilled in it, so I'm yeah. like I'm not putting a pressure on myself, I just go there and like, you know, draw the stuff. I know that I'm shit, mm. but I don't care, <laughs> I just do it, and I know that someday I will be I will be less shit than yeah, I am now. Yeah, less, less shit. But then obviously yeah. it, it helps that... Um, it helps that you're surrounded by so many artists as well. Like even like with Marek, I mean, you can if you wanted to maybe ask him for feedback on stuff or maybe. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing this all the time. Yeah, well, that's, no, that's good. And then obviously, like you know, if Marek ever wants to come to you eventually for any 3D stuff, it's 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 like it's a two way street. It's great like that. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think what you're saying is right because when we spoke to Matt Rhodes or Colin spoke to Matt Rhodes, he obviously said that he found the guys who come to do 3D who are really good at 2D or just decent at 2D become like 3D modeling monsters you know they, they're just they can model so much more clearly and, and methodically than, than most generalists um, because they have such a base understanding of stuff like anatomy and composition um, so yeah I mean I, I totally agree with what you're saying I think 2D is even for 3D I think 2D is an integral part I mean it's even going both ways now with concept because with concept and um, people are using 3D models to mock stuff up quickly and then do paint overs so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, definitely. Even even for yourself, exactly. When you are doing like model and you are not like uh, uh, convinced, mm -hmm. convinced like one hundred percent that what you did is like perfect. Yeah. So you can al always like you know take the screen grab mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and it's easier and faster to paint over something in uh, Photoshop, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then do it in ZBrush yeah. because you you always need to look from the different angles and you know, like uh, you need to be focused on more things that actually you can you can draw fast in Photoshop, like I don't know, ten yeah. minutes or yeah. fifteen minutes, and you you already have like reference for you for your own, right? Yeah, I mean, because you could even just throw a basic light in the scene, and then that gives you lighting for like everything in the scene already. So it's you know it's yeah. once you render it out, that's the whole scene completed. You just need to add in the detail and the colors, um, and yeah, that's it's so much easier. And uh, and that's what's going to say as well as um, just going back how you talked about um, focusing on characters and how you took time out to just specialize in that. Um, this is a conversation I've had with a couple artists, and we've talked about specialization versus generalist. Do you feel in the industry um, that I mean I'm talking probably movies and games here, but do you feel like there's a there's more demand for people who are specialized, or do you feel that you can be general in most areas? Um, what do you th what do you think? Uh, it's it's hard to judge to be honest because mm -hmm. you know maybe in the in the movies uh, there is like more place to be the general artist. Yeah, but in games. I think there will be more and more uh, specific work to do. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, because you got hired as a as a three D character artist, and you were really mm -hmm. good at building three D characters and nothing else. So, you know, when people are looking for yeah. that particular job, they'll go to a particular person. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That, that's why when you are also when you are creating your portfolio, you can also you should also think about what kind of uh, works you want to have in your portfolio, right? Yeah. So sometimes it's better to have like three pieces. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But only like, maybe like only good three pieces. Yeah. And those three pieces like uh, represent what you want to do in your work. Yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of people say that is that rather than having like 50 pieces that are like kind of okay, if you just had three that were like solid, then that is yeah. way yeah, better. Exactly. Yeah, even for 3D, it's the same. You know, if you if you've done 20 models, but only like three of them are really really good, then obviously just so just show the three. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then again with your portfolio, um, I've found one of the best things to do now. Or a lot of people have talked about it is to tailor your whole portfolio to uh, like a particular studio. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you're going to work for CG Project Red, you would look at their stuff and say, right, well, it's fantasy based, and well, obviously not now with, with cyberpunk. But um, if you were going, say, for the Witcher jobs, you would say, right, okay, well, it's fantasy based. It takes place in environments that are mostly grass and trees and castles. Um, so, environment guys, okay, I need to focus on fantasy stuff. Uh, then, 3D modeler guys, I need to look at creatures. I need to look at um, old school medieval guys, um, and then that would be your portfolio. You wouldn't want to like hand them a portfolio that was like for, I don't know, Rockstar. Like it was mostly cities and cars and guys with yeah. guns. Yeah. yeah, that's true, exactly. Yeah. So but, probably they will they will not even respond. Yeah, I, but that's the thing though. People always say that, um, I mean, I'm talking as a complete amateur here, but the more professional people I spoke to, they have said, believe it or not, people do do that. You know, even the guys I know in Rockstar who have had portfolios sent to them of like... Um, you know, like orcs with axes and armor plating <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I mean they get it and then like that stuff's cool to draw but like we are a city based game, like all our games take place in cities, so yeah. with humans, so where is that going to fit into our portfolio, you know what I mean, so yeah, it so, does yeah, happen. If, so if you, if you send your portfolio to uh, Rockstar and you don't have like uh, 
photorealistic characters. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So probably you are sending the wrong portfolio. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to really. I think it's what people fail a lot in the portfolio is they don't research enough into the studio and understand what it is specifically they do. Um, because obviously. Like I said, sending orcs and stuff is cool. Like if you're applying for Blizzard, right? You know that'd be fine. Yeah, That's the kind true. of stuff they make. Um, and obviously, loads of other fantasy places around Europe. But if you're going for CD Projekt um, um, or or Rockstar, you have to make sure the stuff is tailored um, to. Because even with a lot of the high fantasy stuff, it, it can be super stylized sometimes. But even Witcher, it's super high realism. Um, even though it's fantasy based, the characters and humans look super real. So. Yeah, you've got to tell her that because if you do fantasy stuff that is basically super stylized, like Blizzard, it wouldn't fit with CD Projekt Red because you guys bring a level of realism to the fantasy genre. Yeah, but sometimes also you can be a little bit lucky, mm-hmm. and when you send the like uh, you know portfolio that you have, I don't know, great orcs, yeah, they will give you chance to do the test. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and they will judge uh, from the test that. Are you able to do the things that they want to do or not? So, you know, sometimes you can be lucky, but I think it's better to have like portfolio just for the the company you want to work. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you know, you need to do the test. And sometimes when you got your portfolio, there is a like chance that they will not ask you to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely <laughs> you will be just hired, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, if you've got the exact thing they're looking for, then they're not even going to waste time. They'd be like, "Well, this is what we need. Can we hire this guy today? Send him a contract." Um, so it's it, it's it's that lucky, and I think it's um, it's probably a better idea to do it like that because then you're cutting less element of of not even being responded to, and then even a good thing to do. I know animation guys do this where. You can create, say, like 50 pieces, but then you're like, oh, look, I'm, I'm applying to CD Projekt Red, so I'll make a portfolio that's just the fantasy stuff or just the high realist fantasy stuff and then take like maybe, you know, 15 pieces out of that 50 and make it just for that portfolio and then have another portfolio ready for like Rockstar and like one for, you know, like, because if you can sculpt yeah. in 3D and do characters, you can do variations in different styles, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But now we are doing the different different projects, so yeah, Witcher, yeah, Witcher is over definitely. So. Yeah, and again, that's um that's going to be a a shift for you because I talked to Mark about it, and obviously he was you know he was talking about you can't obviously you can't say much, you can't really say anything because yeah, the project's that, so that's yeah, true. yeah. But um even just stylistically or or, or process wise, are you are you finding stuff different from the Witcher? Are you finding new challenges if you're coming into this yeah, new genre? Yeah, it's like. It's totally, it's totally different approach, right? Yeah. And uh, for for me, mm-hmm. it's so challenging. Yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. because I will need to learn so much stuff that I never did before. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm happy for for now that I can learn new things. So yeah. I hope, you know, after a couple of years, I will be like, you know, doing this stuff, like you know, like this. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, and then they are done, yeah. right? But that's, that's good at least that the, the project is challenging you because I think that's what makes you grow as not just a person but as an artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. and then you'll find that um, once you've hit that next milestone and, and, and Cyberpunk's released, then the next project hopefully will do the same thing. It'll again shake because then that's what makes you stay. That's what makes you want to keep working is because you don't want to get boring because then when it gets boring and it gets mundane, then you just 
you don't want to be there. You want to go do something else. Um, but it's probably testament to CD Projekt Red how well they treat their employees and how diverse their projects is. That's why people stay. That's why people want yeah. to be there. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. But anyway, uh, also the good idea is just to, you know, uh, when you are bored, mm -hmm. uh, the good idea is just to sometimes play on the PlayStation. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Or, or I don't know, or change your... Okay, if you are a 3D artist and you are a little bit bored, just try to draw something. Yeah. You know, it's, mm -hmm. so, cha it's so challenging, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you can, like, think that, okay, from now on, until the end of the year, I will try to learn how to, I don't know, create the portrait or something. Yeah. And, you know, just not to be bored, right? Mm, yeah. There is, like, so many different, uh, like, categories that you can yeah. also grow yourself, right? Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, composition, also photography, yeah. right? You can yeah. you can buy yourself a, a camera and just go and, you know, take the pictures. Yeah. It's also, like, you know, it's not... Uh, part of your job but mm. it's still like uh, it's still thing that is it helps yeah that it helps, helps you grow yeah exactly, exactly. especially especially photography because with photography you're still dealing with stuff like light and composition and you're yep. really thirds True. so i mean like we were both um you know because a lot of guys will probably know this but um we do talk about this a lot how me and you met back at industry workshops last year and uh, we did get to see i don't know if did you see aaron beck's talk yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so Aaron, obviously, we know, or people should know that um, he's a huge photographer nut, and he takes pictures of spiders and wildlife bugs, um, mm. which is obviously, you know, not far removed from what he does, but, you know, it's, it's something outside of his 3D, 2D art that, you know, makes him more of a, an, I don't know, interesting person or gives him that fuller kind of range um, in his art. Um, and, yeah, it, that's the kind of stuff you need to be doing because, the, like... Um, I mean, I even know people who are just artists that are amazing, but they're also gamers. So when they're not um, kind of pushing the envelope with their art, they will just sit and play, you know, Horizon for like, you know, a couple of hours or, or, or Skyrim or something, you know, just to, to bring their imagination back, to try and explore or watch a movie or watch a TV series. Um, I think some people try to go through this life, especially when they're an artist and they're young and they sacrifice so much to try and make their art better. But they still forget to have a life, which I think is a balance that everybody fights. You know what I mean? Because you'd say, obviously, you're married. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> more, more. Um, I got, like, the best wife in the world because, yeah. you know, she is so super supportive. And, yeah. you know, uh, when I need to work, she understands that I need to work. But, yeah. you know, I got the same problem, you know, with, with you know, with my time management. and. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm working all the time. Yeah. And after this, I get like one month that I don't do nothing. Oh, like just, yeah. I just watching TV, watching movies, playing games, yeah. or it's <laughs> even longer than one, one, one month. Yeah. And after this, I got like one more time that I need to just go back from work and mm. sit down and do my work, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then at least, at least you've got that support network there, which is very rare to thing, find, I think, is that is when you find a partner who is so understanding of your career, because we all know how much hours it takes to make these things and how hard you have to work every day. So, I mean, finding somebody who obviously you can click with that has that um, has that kind of understanding for, for industry is good. Um, but then is your wife, is she involved in the industry as well or is she separate? 
no, no, no. She's doing different things. Right, right. Uh, so, but, but that's even better, though, because obviously sometimes it's easier to find people who are in the industry because they understand it because they've been in it. But because she's separate from it, she still understands. That's that's really good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because you know, more of my friend, like like many of my friends, got like uh, wives from the industry. Yeah. Because they like understand. Um, how many hours they need to be in work or yep. you know when when the crunch time is on that mm. yep. you need to be in work right yeah but you know i got like as i told you i got like i got like best wife in the world that she yeah. understands that sometimes i need to just sit and work and mm. and that's it yeah yeah it's good and then and, and do you have children machine or for fortunately not yet <laughs> <laughs> thank god eh? i know no <laughs> Because that, I mean, that's that's just your time straight out of the window. Like, I mean, you've just no time then, because obviously it's you know you try to look after a family as well. That's that would be even harder. I mean, I know, I do know a few artists who have kids, and um, funnily enough, actually, a lot of them have, have left having kids till they were a bit older. Um, actually, probably mid thirties, um, late thirties. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's, the, the wife is one thing, but then having to look after kids or a kids even as yeah. i got so much respect for those people that are able to manage to have like kids and they are able to you know yeah. manage your time really that well. well that I, that they still can work on their personal stuff like this oh is, yeah this i mean that's amazing right like, yeah i mean there's there's one um there's one guy i know from from rockstar woody and uh you know he he works all day at Rockstar, comes home at night, you, you know, puts his kid to bed, feeds her and washes her, um, and then um, works on a comic at night till, you know, midnight, uh, nearly every day. So much respect. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, like, moving forward, obviously, now to this new project as well, are you finding, are you guys taking, is your, is your studio growing again? Is it getting bigger? Um, are you yeah, taking? That's right. True. right, okay. We got, like, twice bigger than we, we've been when we are doing the Witcher yeah. yeah, because I could even imagine the way it will structure now. Because I think Mark was roughly talking about it, where you still have kind of a team looking after Witcher, and then you will have guys on Gwent, and then yep. obviously Cyberpunk's getting pushed now as well. Yep. So yeah, so is that it? you kind of split into those kind of quadrants? It was, so uh, we got like guys from the Gwent that they are sitting in the different uh, building level, right? Right. Right. Okay. On different, different floor, right? right so right. Uh, actually, I don't, I, I, I don't know these people. Right. The, the, the studio is so big that you are unable to know everyone. Oh wow. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we are sitting on the first floor and we are doing the uh, cyberpunk, and I yeah. can, and I cannot tell you more. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I would like to tell you more, but unfortunately, yeah. I can't. You know, yeah. those projects are, you know, ridiculous. super secretive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same with, with Axis. I mean, they're working with some um, massive international clients, and um, uh -huh. you know, they have projects. You know, like when I walk in, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they're working on that. But you yeah. know, they just you just can't tell them because. It, it would ruin the relationship, especially when you're working with a third party client, because then if you ruin that relationship, it obviously ruins you further down the line for work. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's the same way with Cyberpunk. I mean, it's been announced, we know, we've seen the trailer, um, but you know, further than that, obviously, you can't say anything. Um, but it will be an interesting time because obviously, um, as a fan, I know E3 is coming up in June. 
Um, I know um, there'll be some studios working on some stuff with E3, so you know that could, that could possibly be something down the line. We don't know, so we'll know. Have you seen anything? That's fine. I know you can't talk about it, so um, but yeah, that would be cool. Um, anyway, I I remember the you know the one no, not only one, but I remember a couple of animations from the Axis, but I remember this animation for the Dead Island, like. Oh yeah, uh, way back. This yeah. is like uh, my 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 favorite animation from them. Like it's really really yeah. amazing studio. Yeah, even the stuff that they've done recently. I mean, uh, they've been working with Relic. They've been doing Dawn of War, um, which obviously has been mm -hmm. announced and the trailer's been out. Um, but yeah, there's there's even some bigger projects behind that that they can't talk about. Also, I can't talk about. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, it's good to see the the studio is growing because um, they started obviously back in two thousand and they did experience times when there wasn't a lot of work, so they had to lay a lot of people off because there just wasn't any work for them. But um, mm -hmm. it seems to be the opposite now, where Axis are kind of they're so busy, they're so busy every day because there's so much going on, um, and that's good. It's good that they're like that. Yeah, um, that's good. Definitely that's keeps cool. people with jobs. Um, and some of the artists I met there. Um, even one of the guys I met the first day, um, you might know him actually, it's, his name's, I'm going to get this maybe wrong, but it's Carl Forsberg, Carl Forsberg, he's a 3D character artist, I don't know if you know him. No, let me check. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as I know, he is in your, your Facebook contacts. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. now I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, because I met Carl and he he is he's doing three D characters at Axis and uh and yeah he's he's been a good guy to talk to on and off um for for projects and for advice on three D stuff um but the, like him there's so many other people that are are super talented three D guys um there's a girl working there as well now I don't know her name specifically um but she done a three D sculpt of Heisenberg from um, Breaking Bad. Oh, nice. Um, and she got into that, uh, the 3D Total, the, the, the ZBrush book. Um, she was in that. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying, I, I'll need to find out her name and message you later. But yeah, it's, it's great just seeing all these, these artists um, across the whole studio and see what they're working on. Even going to guys at lighting and stuff um, or environments and, and seeing how they work in the process and you know how they're lighting a scene, how they're comping stuff, and the the tools they're using. Um, even finding like really good software that I never knew existed, like um like Vue, uh, I think it's V U E, and it's like a world builder. Ah yeah 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 world builder yeah that's yeah. that's very yeah. very good software. Yeah because yeah. I was trying to do some uh, map painting stuff, and the guys were uh -huh. like, oh yeah you know Vue would be good for that because you can generate you know a landscape. La and landscape yeah. Yeah yeah so um but yeah it's been good in access because uh there's so many people. Um, Talent-wise, it's just you know I'd have to sit there a whole year just to get around everybody and, and try and pick their brains about what they're doing. Um, yeah. It'd be the same coming to CD project, you know. It, it would be again just the time you guys spend and stuff, and it's it's difficult as well, I know, because as much as people like to go and the studios or think I'd love to go and sit and talk and and have a day, it, it's so time-consuming because everyone's so busy. You know, I mean, you know yourself, it'll be a, a, a regime of where you come into your desk however time in the morning and you kind of stare at your monitor till you leave because yeah. so, there's so much stuff to do you know um between answering emails or going to stand-ups or talks um and then obviously pushing stuff forward and getting feedback it's uh, your day is packed you've just not got time to to talk to anybody really let alone yeah, teach them stuff yeah so um but it's been great access because obviously there has been a couple of people that have I've sat with me for you know five ten mm -hmm. minutes and, and showed me stuff, so it's been great. I've been really really grateful that they've been able to do stuff like that. So yeah, awesome, um, cool. Um, so yeah, just as moving forward as we kind of close up here, Marcin, um 
just working maybe specifically on 3D because I know I do talk mm-hmm. about 2D stuff uh, on this podcast a lot but for 3D if you were wanting to get into say character art you know right now mm-hmm. if you want if you if somebody wanted to have your job at CD Project Red mm-hmm. um, what would be your best advice like software or just you know tutorials or stuff you know how would you say would be the best structure to learn I think yeah. when you when you are like committed to okay so when you set your goal in your head and mm-hmm. you are committed to to like achieve this goal right yeah yeah I think it's uh, you can do it right now mm-hmm. with those amazing tutorials those yep. amazing workshops that that there are a lot of, of on the internet right now yeah yeah you can grow so quickly I I think when you just uh, have like money for like I don't know six months of uh, living inside your house and only do like characters right yeah, yeah. sculpting of course sculpting characters uh, yeah. in zbrush mm-hmm. uh, so i think it's like six months it's like uh, when you are learning watching uh, tutorials attending the workshops like mm-hmm. workshops from the geo geo Nakpil, it's uh, it's amazing yeah. right uh, so would you would you say ZBrush is a good starting point for people to learn to sculpt? Is that like yeah, of course. Yeah. I think they like they should start uh, they should start for, from the ZBrush. I I don't think that there is any like different software right now on the market that mm-hmm. that is so advanced, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you can do whatever you want inside of the ZBrush. You got yeah. like Dynamesh, so the basically you are you can sculpt from the you know from the sphere like you are yeah. sculpting in the real time in mold right yeah yeah so it's uh, it's just it's just amazing it's like so easy right now yeah. you don't need to think about your topology or something right like yeah. that you you don't need to think about the technical stuff right yeah yeah you just sit there take your take your pen and you are starting to to sculpt, and that's it. You just just you know many questions from from the people I got that the ZBrush is great tool, but the interface is so hard to to just you know to to learn. To, to, to learn just to sit sit there and you know and to feel comfortable with it, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and I and I and I'm always like thinking about dude, you need to know how to press F two. To bring your brushes uh-huh. and Control D and Shift D, and that's it. Like three things you need to learn, and you just you know dropping your ball into the canvas, and you are sculpting, it. and then yeah. that's it. Yeah. So don't think about the interface in terms of the like you know that there is something wrong with it or yeah. something like it's hard to learn, mm-hmm. but just try to focus on the sculpting you don't need to fir- okay so you don't need to learn the whole uh, program yeah. to start to start sculpting yeah to start sculpting you need to know how to drop the sphere into the canvas <laughs> and how and how to add polygons and that's it and, right. and and the rest is like you know sitting there and try to fold and like mold and fold the different the different like uh, forms like yeah. I don't know nose eye or something like that. Right? Yeah. So it, anyway, the cool different thing you can always like try to find uh, like try to watch uh, as many like time lapses as you can, right? That yeah. Time lapses. I mean like the, those like uh, super fast modeling uh, uh, like uh, videos from the other artists, right? Mm-hmm. So in because. 
everyone got like different approach to how they are modeling uh, eye or uh, the ear or nose or the mouth, right? Yeah. So, so sometimes you can, uh, so sometimes you can like take the couple of uh, you know different techniques mm -hmm. and just put them to yourself, like take them and you know, and sometimes it's a lot, it's a lot easier when you see how someone else did that, right? Yeah. And you got like, okay, okay, I know how to do it right now. Yeah. Or just, you know, doing it. But the most important thing is just to sit on your ass and do the stuff, right? Yeah. It's not going to, you are not going to learn mm -hmm. by not doing the art, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nobody will learn you. Yeah, nobody definitely. will teach you, or I don't know how to call it, right? But nobody sure. will mentor will yeah. show you, right? Yeah. You don't need the mentor. You don't need like anyone. But you need your ass to be on the chair, and you uh, need to, work, right? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then again, uh, would you say that with characters, it would be easier starting with um, quite photorealistic stuff, or should you aim towards maybe stylized, or is that just a personal choice, or do you think you can learn yeah, anything? It's like. And the natural thing is to start from the uh, photorealistic stuff. Yeah. Okay, if I would, uh, with this knowledge that I have now, will start from the scratch, mm -hmm. I would rather start for like creating the portraits, right? Mm -hmm. And especially I will focus on the face, right? Yeah. Because if you can do the face, you can do the rest of the stuff because your eye is trained that to, to you know to pick the nuances from the references right yeah. so even if, even Disney even Disney when, when he's creating the uh, the cartoony stuff is like all the all, all the artists there are like perfect artists that they can create the perfect photorealistic pieces yeah. but they it's like uh, it's like base that you need to start from yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes you are you know some sometimes it's easier to create monsters right because monsters you can do whatever you want right yeah yeah you need to like have basic uh, anatomy um, like uh, basic idea of the anatomy how it's work yeah. and you can create like cool monsters right but it's uh, from from you know on the start it's like easier to create the car the the, the monsters mm -hmm. than the realistic character yeah because obviously so need, yeah the, the characters have a base anatomy that you have to yeah, that make. you need to yeah, know yeah yeah oh, no, i was just going to say I, I take it obviously you're talking about building characters as well do you feel that um there's any even like is there books or anything you would recommend or is it, or is it all online or uh, Books. Let let me think. Uh, okay, uh, the most important for me. Uh, okay, Art, artist anatomy for the artist by Paulische. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, it's uh, for the uh, for the anatomy. Yeah. And you can also think about uh, Elliot Goldfinger's books. Right, also, yeah. yep. uh, also, I can recommend you a Michael Hampton uh, book that is called uh, Invention and something. Oh my God, oh my God I, I forgot how it's called. Just give me a second. That's I will, fine. Uh, uh, figure Drawing, Design and Invention right. by Michael Hampton, right? Right. And th th this is like a 2D book, but this guy is like, 
it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing for the start, right? Yeah. When you are trying to do the, uh, you know, uh, to draw the, uh, to draw your first uh, f like figure drawing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And after this, you can start. Uh, I don't know, uh, it, but but you know, only for the anatomy, I will I would rather recommend you the books, right? Because yeah. they are like also okay workshops from the Scott Eaton, right? Yeah. For, those are amazing, right? Okay, so, uh, but more things you can actually find on the internet when you when when you are thinking about the uh, digital scoping, yeah, like yeah. Uh, like you know, uh, as I told you, the Geo Snackpill, mm -hmm. Geo Snackpill, he's doing the those uh, mm, workshops also. Yeah. This guy is amazing, like yeah. seriously. Who was that? Well, was one that of Martin? the best order. Was that G Geo? Did you say? Geo, Geo, Geo Snackpill. All oh, right. Is he is he a three D character artist or? Yes, yes. He's three D character artist. I I think now uh, he's working on on the Oculus and he's right. like doing. He's helping the. Um, he's creating create the the software for the uh, new media like right. you know software for the sculpting of course right? all right cool honest honest cool you know yeah. you are just putting your uh, your oculus glasses on your head and you can uh, you can in virtual reality sculpt the model right so it's kind of like try it but it's yeah. it must be amazing i take it as that uh, is it like a tilt brush in a way kind of similar to yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, obviously there's there's loads of online stuff, the books. Um, would you recommend as well um, sculpting by hand, like sculpting actual with clay or something? Of or? course, of course. If you got time and if you want to, do, and if you want to do it, it's like it's it's great, right? Because because the funny thing is, uh, you after okay, so after you know how to sculpt in ZBrush, mm -hmm. you also know more or less how to start sculpting in, in clay right you don't know every technique right yeah. mm -hmm. but more or less you can you know how the um, how to set the proportions and where the eyes should be and you know other stuff yeah but, but you don't know the techniques to create like details or something yeah. like yeah. you know mm -hmm. because it's like different medium yeah uh, but yeah if you will work in clay mm -hmm. you can do this uh, the same like uh, sculptures inside of the zbrush but you need to learn the tool that. yeah and, yeah. and that's the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, fun enough, actually, that's uh, it's probably where, I imagine this might sound stupid, but I'm assuming is that where the term baking comes from in the 3D process? Because obviously with clay, you would then bake it to harden it. I don't know if that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just, I drew the comparison, I thought it might be similar, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I never think about, I never think about it. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go, see, yeah, you learn something new every day, even from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> you walk into CD Projekt Red and be like, guys, I've just found out why they call it bacon, you'll never believe this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but I never, I never about it like yeah, seriously it's from yeah. these terms right yeah that's what i thought yeah it made sense to me so i mean why not yeah so anyway yeah great learning experience oh, also uh, ryan kingslane is uh oh is ryan yeah great stuff yeah. on the, the internet like seriously yeah uh, um, not even in terms of the of creating the tutorials but mm -hmm. you know he's uh, he's doing like uh those quick videos about the, you know, uh, 
how you should think when you are artist and it's it, those are like mini tutorials how to live and think about different um, you know uh, uh, things that you are as i told you like being an artist is, a, is an everyday struggle right yeah definitely so this guy is like telling you how to how you should think uh, on different approaches like okay not or not maybe how you should think but his approach on, on, yeah. this, on this kind of topic right yeah and this is amazing just to just to hear that somebody else got exactly the same problems as you have yeah like, yeah. Everyone got the same problems. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I, I, lack of motivation. Conference and, and yeah, and exactly. Everyone got it. Like yeah. so, it, it, it seems to be a, a huge thing in, in our industry. Um, is is depression, anxiety, fear of failure. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff goes hand in hand. I think with just being a creative. Um, I mean, I even watched a, a documentary about Stephen Fry the other day. Um, the British comedian and he has um you know uh depression um clinical depression and he's bipolar and you know i think it's very you know i've seen it a lot and, and especially facebook when I'm, I'm friends with a lot of these guys on facebook and you see people post about you know having demons and struggling um it, yeah it, it, it's surprising to me how rampant the problem is with with artists in their industry and it's um it's worrying yeah yeah, you know, because uh, you know, you want so, so sometimes you want to work, but you don't have like uh, like I don't know inner strength or something yeah. just just to start. Yeah. Because when you start for and and you are doing this for like I don't know 15, 30 minutes, after this time you you just you just you just want to do more, right? Yeah. You just sit there and you can do for the whole night, right? Yeah, but definitely. So sometimes it's just so hard to open the start and start. The yeah. starting point is the most hard. Difficult. Thing, yeah. Right? The most uh, difficult. Yeah. And it's it's the same with uh, 2D artists. The, the scariest thing for us is scaring is staring at a, a white canvas on the screen. But for you guys, it will be just the small ball, you know, and thinking. Yeah. Yeah, where did I start? Sometimes, dude, sometimes I get something like this that I know I have like two hours to create something, like just to know, just to speed, uh, speed model something, right? Yeah. So I'm spending like one and a half hour on the Pinterest to find like the, the references <laughs> and stuff. And then I'm, okay, I'm not even, I'm not even going to start today, right? Like, <laughs> I've done research today, I'll start tomorrow, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you you are not confident just to pick something that you have like starting point. Yeah. So I'm like you know trying to find something because you know you know you have to fill your head with the ideas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean definitely, and and people talk about games and movies and trying like oh, I've not got time to watch movies. I've not got time to play games. Um, that stuff for me feeds my imagination. Like even um, walking about as Geralt, um, you know, through the places in The Witcher. Uh, it just you know the creature design, the the level design, the forest, the swamps you go through, the, the castles, Novigrad. Um, it just enriches everything that I see. You know, I'd, I'd even you know because not most gamers will do this unless you're an artist. But you'll stop walking down Novigrad and you'll just like turn the camera and be like, "Wow, that's an awesome building! Like, look at the door, <laughs> look at the door, man, that's cool as shit." And you're like walking up to characters and like zooming in and like try to like, look at them and like, "Oh, look at his face, that's amazing! Wow." Um, cause it's, that's it's, why, yeah. That's why I I love to play on console because the playing on console is a little bit slower than on PC. Yeah. And when you are playing on console, you can you can just 
go there and just and just look at things and i yeah. and sometimes i am like when you when i'm starting the new game like mm. you know i bought the new game like i don't know this honor to or something yeah and i'm land and i'm you know playing it for like mm. i don't know one hour i'm yeah. just going to different places and i watch how the things are made and i'm yeah. and i'm going wow nice, nice, I, nice i just love getting lost in worlds i mean for years ago for me it was um skyrim when skyrim first came out walking about um morrowind and stuff it was incredible and then recently i think the two that i'm really looking forward to walking about in is um zelda breath of the wild um uh, yeah dude i got the same uh, i got the same dude but <clears throat> it's just but, a, yeah i mean i know what you mean it's just an amazing world to walk about in yeah that's true but the the console and and there is only one game and i was yeah. like okay i i'm i okay i will i will not buy this in the in the day one yeah i i would rather uh buy it in like i don't know five five months from now just yeah. to have like better price and maybe more games but yeah to be honest my friend just told me that this is like one of the best games he ever played oh, and, yeah. I, and i'm like thinking about <laughs> about buying it so yeah. i don't know <laughs> I know. I, well, I've, I've been looking at the scores. So I was like, oh, wait till the scores come in. Because I've got a Wii U, so I can still buy it on Wii U. Oh, um, dude. Yeah, so... I know, so good. And then the thing is, I was, looking, I was waiting for the scores to come in, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then eventually I look at all the scores, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's getting yeah. 10s yeah. and 9.5s constantly. Like, it's actually yeah. on par with the fucking Witcher scores you guys were getting. Yeah. Like, the, the, they got like 98 on Metascore? Yeah, yeah, it's right ridiculous. Now, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so, so Zelda definitely, and then um, obviously, actually, because I know so many people that worked on it, I'm just interested to see it. It's um, Horizon Zero Dawn from Guerrilla. Ah, like, uh, yeah. Uh, it it looks incredible. Also, like um, like a more grown up version. Um, but that's the funny thing, even with Horizon. But I'll just say this really quickly because I, I heard it ages ago and I thought it was it was it was quite funny and I want to see your opinion on it. But um, people were actually at the time calling The Witcher. Like a grown-up version of Zelda, do you feel that? What do you think of that? This is like good question. Yeah, because <laughs> when I play it, I'm like, right, okay, he's got a sword, he's moving, he's got a shield, but like, yeah, spells, magic, fantasy, dungeons, like monsters. It kind of like I, I can see yeah, where people. Are, yeah, maybe, maybe yes. In, yeah. In, in many terms, it is like Zelda, Zelda. the grown-ups. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. Because you walk about and you play it, and then even when you get in the horse, you're like, hmm, that makes sense, actually. I never thought about that, but yeah, it's quite close to actually Zelda's like. Holy shit. But, um, but then I, I suppose like it's it's different because obviously Witcher was based on the books. Um, yeah. But, you know, I don't know, if the author maybe drew inspiration from games back. Because I know... Um, originally Zelda was based uh, or took a lot of inspiration from the Tom Cruise film oh, I'm trying to remember it was a really it was like one of the first films he ever done it was a fantasy film he had a sword and a shield oh, I'm trying to remember this it's something like Legend or something like that it was one of the first films he ever done and that's what uh, Miyamoto um, took inspiration from making Zelda um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, but then everything inspires everything. Like even yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, which is there's parts of Zelda in it, yeah, but maybe there's parts of Skyrim or Elder Scrolls or you know other stuff. So it's yeah, it's yeah. um yeah. But I can see Definitely. the comparison. Yeah, I can see the comparison. Anyway, cool. 
Okay, Martin. Well, I'll leave it there because um, that's <laughs> we can talk about game talk about games all day. Um, <laughs> games are awesome. Dude. Yeah, like, games are awesome. That's why. Be, you know, games are awesome. But that's the reason we want to work in this industry, right? Because we're all fans. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So, um, so for anybody who's wanting to see your stuff, um, where can they find you online? Ah, uh, yeah, you can find me on the art station. Art station and or the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, awesome. and I'll and I'll leave links below so you guys can find right. uh, you can find all the stuff for Marcin's work. Um, and finally, just to thank Marcin for uh, coming on and talking to us, it was great. Thank you, dude. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Seriously. it was an honor. It really was. So it was great to talk. To you know, the honor is mine. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> you just need just need to tell your pals at CD Project Red to get it playing over the lunch hour, and then yeah, get some more followers, get some more subscribers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, so guys, uh, yeah, thanks for listening again to the Artcast. Um, we will be back in a couple of weeks with another interview or talk. And uh, remember to, if you're listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and give us a like or comment and if you're on iTunes um, we would also love a feedback a review if you can give it a, a star rating and of course subscribe on iTunes and uh, yeah keep up to date we'll have more awesome interviews coming for you thanks again to Martin and uh, we'll speak to you guys later okay bye bye